Hi everyone, uh, welcome to another fascinating episode of Stars and Startups with me, Varun Gobidi. Today we have a very fascinating startup. Uh, I have Karthik Venkateshwaran, CEO and co-founder of Jumbotail. Jumbotail is in the business of converting every corner store into a mini supermarket. Uh, of course, in the recent uh, you know lockdowns with pandemic, uh, it has actually enabled a lot of these corner shops to be stocked up with essentials and of course keep a lot more people safe. Jumbotail is doing this with technology and services um, that was typically reserved for say supermarket chains that have the capital to do so. But now every corner store has access to the same services that you know a larger chain would have. So firstly, uh, let's welcome Karthik to the show. Welcome Karthik, nice to have you. Hey Varun, thank you very much for the opportunity. Uh, Karthik, for the uninitiated, could you share a little bit about Jumbotail? Sure. So, um, Jumbotail is India's leading online uh, wholesale marketplace and new retail platform. Uh, and we primarily serve the um, thousands of uh, mom and pop, uh, what we call Kirana stores. Um, and we connect them to their supplier ecosystem of brands, traders, producers, and former producer organizations. <clears throat> We are uh, the, the 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 mom and pop stores access the marketplace using an Android app that is available in all local languages, uh, and they source their products, whatever they are selling in their uh, shops. And we have a full stack supply chain that is in-house, technology-driven, and we have built it uh, custom-built for the mom and pop uh, universe uh, for food and grocery in India and chaotic situations and chaotic countries like India. Uh, so we do store-fed deliveries uh, typically within 24 to 48 hours. Um, and we also, um, you know, do multiple payment options, cash on delivery, uh, credit and uh, uh, other payment solutions for the Kirana stores. Uh, and uh, we help move the money back and it reaches the sellers. Uh, we have a fintech platform that uh, provides working capital services for the mom and pop stores. So the same mom and pop stores can actually draw from the credit lines that are extended by lenders on our platform. Okay. And uh, these are all uh, services uh, that we make it available for uh, a wide variety of Kirana stores. Uh, a few uh, uh, and, and eventually a very large part of these stores, uh, we will transform uh, into J24 modern retail stores. So these okay. J24 stores are branded uh, modern convenience grocery stores. Uh, our vision is to um, uh, put a J24 store within two minutes of walking distance of every resident in the markets that we operate. It must be ubiquitous, uh, it must stand uh, synonymous with convenience, uh, and it must be a place where our consumers and consumers transact um, uh, at least four times a day, and that's our goal. So uh, okay, that yeah. transition has already started to happen, and that is uh, uh, you know happening on top of our new retail platform. So these stores are modern stores, and uh, they are having branded stores and they are connected to end consumers through online channels, Swiggy, Danzo, all of those uh, you know, uh, uh, capabilities exist to integrate with these uh, uh, platforms. Uh, and we also have our own J24 dot store. We do home deliveries, voice commerce, and multiple uh, ways of consumers accessing these stores. That's a lot of things that you guys are doing. Uh, we'll dig into uh, a few of those things, uh, hopefully on this podcast. So. Um, we'll get to them. Karthik, I found out something interesting. You actually spent time in the military uh, before you went on to do your MBA and, and uh, now you're you know, helping Kirana stores. How did this journey come about? What took you away from doing service and now 
servicing uh, the kirana stores um i have always considered myself as uh, somebody who has a calling uh, to serve a very large number of people of our countries i am a very passionate patriotic person uh, i always felt very patriotic about india and and i'm serving the nation and that's the reason i joined the military and you know uh, i have this one single maxim very early on even in my interview in nda days uh, in my ssb interview i question why do you want to join the military Uh, i actually answered this that one unit of my work can serve 90 crore people those days actually india had 90 crore people <laughs> so one <laughs> so that was my answer and uh, if i if i were to uh, you know uh, continue so 10 years uh, 10 and a half years uh, post four years in military academies and uh, national defense academy and indian military academy i served for 10 and a half years uh, in pretty hard combat i have seen um, uh, very very different uh, uh, life situations than most most others uh but my uh uh but my uh, i want i want i wanted to i wanted to transition out from a role where i am um, sort of in the uh, line of uh, you know protection rather than i wanted to create india into a economic superpower where uh, you know countries don't dare attack us right so you know that is uh, uh, that you you should you should be operating at a economic superpower level where uh it should they nobody should have any courage to you know even pick up a fight with us now i wanted to you know make india into that economic superpower i felt that uh, my contribution of my time uh, will go uh, much better and i then i picked up uh, food as a problem statement because it again suited well within my original scheme of uh, you know how i evaluate opportunities where if you uh, one unit of your work uh 1.3 billion people today uh, can can be impacted and even actually uh, change and improve the food supply chains and food value chains i saw that uh, a country that is 50% probably you know in gdp uh, in the number of people employed in agricultural related sectors uh, and contributing about 20% to, to the economy's uh, gdp that entire sector is so inefficient that it deserves uh, you know the world class technologies and the world class talent pool uh, to come and solve the problem it is that very bharat problem that we need to solve for ourselves nobody will come and solve it for us so then i started uh, my journey towards uh, building jumbo team uh, firstly thank you for your service um, when i started in the us it was a common phrase that uh, folks use for people who had done uh, military service um, surprisingly we don't have uh, such a thing in india i don't think uh, there are probably too few soldiers Uh, for so many people so you don't interact with them too often um but in american uh, business schools i've actually seen a lot of uh, ex military folk who who come to their higher ed higher ed uh, we had a gentleman in my my business class as well uh, who had served um why why is this uh, transition happening like from you know uh, being ex military to to wanting to do an mba um is it with the intent to say i want to transition out into a corporate career and that's a path to it um how do, how do uh, you know uh, you guys think about it so uh, i i don't know you, you would expect if you expect me to answer for all of the military folks i may not be able to do so but i can answer for myself how i thought about it uh, everything education work everything is a means to an end the end is clear the end is to uh, you know uh, make our country uh, in uh, economically uh, sustainable sound and powerful right so now in order to do that 
uh, if you want to transition into a career that wants to transform the food and grass ecosystem. So I started out initially uh, by uh, trying something at a very small scale, what today is Jumbo Tilly. It was actually at that time called Kisanko.com. So Kisanko connected uh, coconut farmers in my hometown, Madurai, uh, to okay. distant markets. And I tried, I was trying to build a prototype using um, SMS-based networks. Nokia N70 was the smartest phone then, 2007, 2008, uh, around that time. Hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, short code APIs, and you know, it's all very, very costly and cumbersome. And that was not the big problem. The biggest problem was if you connect distant markets, how will you transport goods? There is no scalable supply chain, right? And if you connect, even if you find the lorry services to send the goods, uh, money movement was the biggest problem. How will you cash will move from Delhi to Madurai? How? Who will trust it, right? So now the problem was clear that you have to solve at a very holistic level and no longer it was a minimum viable product kind of problem. It is a minimum viable ecosystem. Now the problem statement was very big. Personally for me, I wasn't skilled enough to solve that problem at that time. I had, you know, I was a military educated person, four years in military academy, 10 years in the military. Uh, I did not have network. I didn't, all of my friends were serving in the military. I didn't know anybody outside of the military, uh, barring my few class friends here and there. And, um, you know, the market itself was not ready. Uh, I said, the market itself is going to take another five, 10 years, right? So I then said, okay, uh, you, what can I do now? So uh, until the market is ready, I can, you know, retool myself, reskill myself and build my network. So MBA was a very, uh, you know, viable uh, solution to that particular, you know, requirement, right? MBA gave me. Uh, and I was using and I was very fortunate uh, to get into a school like Stanford where I not only, it's a unified campus across all schools. So I took engineering school classes. I took, you know, other classes, design classes and so many different things I took. And I was like, you know, preparing for this very journey that I am actually doing right now. So it was a very systematic way to to reach here. And that's my personal story. I, I think many people uh, pursue MBA for different reasons, but sure. this is my story. So you called uh, you call this uh, battle as well. So so how has the journey been so far? What have been some of your primary challenges? Uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples, right? In the, in the last year, few years, um, you know, right? Uh, when I started working as Citrus Payments, uh, I got to interact with a lot of uh, you know folks who are working on a, on a similar challenge. I wouldn't say same as Jumbo Tail, but you mm-hmm. know, the thesis has been around. For some time and, and Jumbo Tail itself has existed since uh, 2014, 2015. Um, uh, we started operations, uh, you know, April 2016. Okay. And uh, at that time, uh, you know, even today, every other day, you have new uh, players in the market, uh, you know, going after, hey, I want to solve the Kirana store problem. There's technology that's required. There's a, there's a lot that needs to be done. Of course, uh, you know, just the, Sure, number of entrepreneurs who are serving uh, as as you know your corner stores, mom and shop, mom and pop uh, stores uh, are a massive uh, you know size, uh, and they have to cater to you know the neighborhoods and their communities. So, uh, what do you think the market's large enough, and and how do you see uh, solving uh, the challenges in this space? And and there are quite a few. Sure. So. Um... The market is very large. Today, it is 50% of India's uh, GDP. And, uh, you know, it could probably, from a share, it may come down. But overall, the size of 500 billion is only likely to go up, maybe 800 billion, a trillion. 
uh, and um, it is almost inconceivable that uh, technology would not impact uh, this this market of this size. Mm -hmm. The end state is very clear. The Kiranas have to be transformed. India has already spent 20 years uh, investing in big box retails and billions of dollars, and many many giants have come and tried, and uh, you know even you know local partnerships, non-local partnerships. And you know today there is one lone player who has won the offline retail. Okay, and that is not sufficient to cover the length and breadth of this country. Mm. So the Kirana stores are, and especially for groceries, even you know uh, that that. That, that entire market has to be served in a very convenient way. People don't have, you know, large kitchens. They don't have the, you know, vehicle to go to all these big stores and, you know, buy and stock up in their kitchen fridges and all of those infrastructure doesn't exist. The habit of the people is to simply go to a nearest mom and pop store and buy the things that they frequently buy all the time. In, in some form, the mom and pop is offering shelf as a service, a storeroom as a service to the people. That's all. He offers shelf as a service to brand and storeroom as a service to the people. That's the business he is in, actually. Yep. So now, uh, how do we transform retail in our country in a very fast way? That is not about replacing them, displacing them. The transformation has to happen using technology, technology-driven processes, technology-driven education to empower and enable these mom-and-pop retailers to become modern. And that's the that's the most viable, sustainable solution to modernize retail in our country. E-commerce, even in a country like US, is 27% after COVID. Now, it's not going to replace and it cannot become your mainstay. Offline commerce, uh, you know, there are many statistics to say that 80% uh, of your income is spent within 20 miles, even within the US, right? So the, if, you, if you have these kind of, uh, you know, imperatives, the the end state is very clear. The market is big. Technology is going to be a primary lever in transforming this market. And anybody who figures out, or any any one of those people who figure out how to do this and how to transform these people, these common property retailers, are bound to be winners. Now, it's going to take more than one attempt. It is going to take more than one player. The market is large enough. There is India is not a demand-constrained market. Actually, for food and grocery, India is not a demand-constrained market at all. There is enough demand. Yeah. It is definitely not a supply-constrained market. There are enough manufacturers who are supplying. Uh, yes, in some ways, the real demands to people may not be having the innovative products. And that is because there is no distribution. India is a distribution-constrained market. Now, if you democratize distribution and if you build platforms where even the lowest of commodities can start flowing through. Tomorrow, you can keep building on top of that and you can actually build more services and products and you can make it viable. If you want to innovate today a new kind of jam, if you are an investor, you will ask the entrepreneur, how will you distribute? How will you reach your end consumer? Yeah. yeah. There is no, uh, the answer is, oh, Amazon, Flipkart, or no, you know, the, the main consumption, 90, 95% of the market is flowing through yeah. mom and pops. How will you reach them? Now, who is finding an answer to that? Companies like Jumbo Trail is finding an answer to that. So in so, our way, uh, there is, you know, we need more people, more than the right. more number of people who are currently there. We need probably 5x of that to solve this problem at scale. Not just Jumbo Trail, I'm saying many number of players in the market. Uh, a lot of folks who are in the, in the industry also say, hey, your product and everything is great, but how are you going to get distribution, right? Uh, so 
in in most spaces in india i think that question comes up quite a lot you know you can you can take total addressable market and say i want to service a fraction of them but can you service a fraction of them uh is, is a harder question than saying you know uh, can i build a product that will service half of them or you know a small portion of them um so uh, any player uh, and i think uh, a very good example of somebody who is one distribution and can launch anything on their platform uh, is a company like atm right who has millions of users on their platform and they can literally open a tap they want to sell gold yeah they can sell gold they want to offer uh, you know uh, some coupons that will you know you can get something for free they can just put up there on 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 their application right because they just have that continuous uh, you know tap of users on, on paytm on paytm and here is a good example and i would go you know on paytm mm-hmm. even they failed in grocery even they so failed in grocery online. and i will tell you why right it's not when i say distribution there are goods when you have a platform or the player then you have a digital distribution of goods and services right now the digital right. distribution of services is possible for goods you need supply chain supply chain is your moat if you look at all of the players who eventually won and you've been in delivery and you know right how hard it is for people to find that third party capability to give a standard experience if you have a fedex or ups or a delivery in the country that can actually absorb all capacity then then delivery delivering uh, delivering the goods is a commodity then you just have to connect with people and find all the more different kinds of connections because once the uh, once the situation once the trade transaction is established in the platform a third party is able to and capable of delivering with a reasonably good reliable customer experience and that is the situation today in china like platforms like ping duo duo like they came and uh, you know they they just became very large e-commerce players because that entire delivery infrastructure was available all the transaction need to happen the india that's not the case capacities have to be built by the marketplaces a situation that has actually been forced upon amazon like after 25 years because no longer they could you know rely on say a fedex to improve their slas now they are building their own today on day one that's the reality for our country and i when? encourage any player who is coming into the ecosystem to think full stack uh, rather than you know Uh, thinking that oh i'll just build somebody to connect and then things will start flowing soon that's not going to happen so when i was part of the founding team at jabong uh, this is back in 2011 uh, we had the same challenges right we were one of the few e-commerce players around we i was responsible for some parts of customer experience and challenge was exactly that we had no way to tell the customer that your product will reach at a certain day or we couldn't do an assure delivery on certain pin codes so you know the founders had to pitch to the board saying hey we need to create a delivery service because none of the existing players can cater to our you know expectation and our demand so there was a whole push towards creating a completely new delivery service um, and i have the privilege of having been able to name it as well it was called jamas and yeah you know we ended up doing a phenomenal job like uh, the folks who ran that whole i, I just named it i didn't do anything apart from that <laughs> um, and and they and we were able to have that whole experience right from the ordering fulfillment to delivery and and reverse um, 
was where a lot of the e-commerce was won. And so even today, a lot of folks uh, who remember Jabong from the early days would really rave about the experience that they had and the innovations that you could do because you had control of the stack. Like you're saying, if you're going all the way right from saying, okay, I've built a technology here, use it. I'm done with you. It's very different from saying, hey, I can actually help you uh, to solve all the challenges that come before that little application and also downstream. I think that's a lot more powerful, right? Yeah. Um, in today's context, Kartik, uh, like you said, there's obviously a lot of competition as well and it's great for the ecosystem, right? Uh, but this also means if they have a jumbo tail application, uh, there are options. They probably have you know, three other applications that's able to do that for them. And a good example is uh, Uber and Ola delivery uh, drivers, right? They would always be on both waiting for business, right? Uh, same thing that's happening with uh, any of the other services that you would have. Uh, what would what would it take for you to differentiate in this market and say, okay, nobody's going to miss me if I'm not going to be around? Uh, so in Uber, Ola driver, possibly uh, because uh, driver is on the supply side. Always supply side, there is no loyalty. There is not required of any loyalty. Every brand will sell on every platform. Okay. They always are looking for more business and they will always look for, uh, there is a, the, the problems of supply side are very different than problems of demand side. So we can't liken uh, Ola driver uh, to a Kirana store. Both of them are businesses, but one is a customer and one is a supplier. Okay, so Kirana stores, if you look at, uh, you know, uh, Ola and Uber itself, right? Many of the, it's not a 50-50 split in consumer mind share. It's a market, market can be 50-50 split, but among those who are using Ola, they will continue to use Ola. The, among those who are using Uber, the first choice, like whenever you want uh, to ride, take a ride, you need to, you know, tap on that one first app, right? If you don't get a, a deal or if you think the price is very high, then you go to the next one, right? So now the right. question remains is how do you want, how, what would take for you to uh, uh, to be the uh, the first tap on their phone to be open, right? Uh, comparison may may not happen, right. but the first one right. there's a place where you go. So I feel that especially in this kind of uh, situation in market, especially for retailers, we need to understand what are they optimizing for. And um, if you actually you know think about a retailer, is what will we do after he buys our product? He sells to an end consumer. He is optimizing for three things. One is definitely availability in his shop. So second is margins. Okay. And third one is, you know, any kind of, uh, you know, losses and other services and, you know, all other jing banks that you can put. The first is availability. If you, When he places an order and if you don't keep your promise of delivering, he goes out of stock. So on day one, anybody can come and discount. And he may be attracted and all, but he realizes very soon that order karta hu, maal aata nahi hai, then my I go out of stock and I lose my consumer, right? So for example, in the US, if you walk into a Safeway, let us say, or any other, you know, Kroger or any other place, you have to take your car, park it, and then there's a lot of, uh, you know, walking you do in right inside. Once you are in there, if you don't find brand X, you'll buy brand Y. And the substitution will still keep your business within that store, right? In India, it is not the case. You are in the Kirana store. You are not having that brand. The guy, consumer is going to walk two steps next door, next shop, and he's going to pick up the brand and go. 
so therefore the cost of being out of stock is extremely high the substitution sales doesn't happen at a kirana store right so not not in the at least for the key products that you want so now when you differentiate by keeping your promise of high quality and delivering uh, high quality of uh, supply chain delivery and then the quality of the product themselves because eventually consumer does not want to come back if you see your consumer coming back with you know hey this quality is not good uh, then you are going to you know suffer so anything so the way i look at our business and i tell our teams to do is think about how can you become a competitive advantage for your kirana stores that you are serving by using you as a service like by using jambotel as a service how is he able to fight his competition 10x better and if you have solved that problem then you are going to be the first choice and today that problem is one of availability margins yes definitely you know he is going to optimize for margins and you know we don't we are a very sustained we are operationally profitable business you now we have raised a, a fraction of capital that any other competitors even deployed and we are number one in customer nps and this is not me this is a shadow facts let's see a report that is saying that we are number one in customer nps across all platforms every other platform that has raised you know 20 20x 30x of the money that we have they are all you know a fraction of the customer nps that we have and we are able to do that because of our focus because of our technology enabled supply chain we are able to even in this uh, lockdown i will tell you demand has doubled delivery windows have gone one third from a 4 hour delivery window we used to have now we have like say you know 4 hour delivery window and that also uh, very very early hours of the day if you if you actually look at you know 7 to 10 as a reasonable number that's that's all you have right now we still are serving and we still are growing and how are we able to do that because we are able to now do things like you know uh, intelligent batching automatic uh, you know uh, demand shaping uh, communication keeping the customer experience intact everything is automated because we have built that system now every single time there is a lockdown in the markets that we serve i can guarantee you our customer sees everybody vanish everyone you go to the market today and you see they are not serving them the distributors are not opening their shops the wholesale markets are closed and all of uh, you know uh, remaining people are their services are not, are not reliable they are either absent or they are not servicing because they are also Proper. people dependent right primarily people dependent you know they are primarily people dependent because you know some of our competitors are still taking orders by visiting shops yeah right now you know they may have Uh, very different goals, and you know, I I I I will not judge them for that. Uh, but as a technology company, we have built technology where 100% of our orders come via our app. Mm. We don't have a sales force, so therefore orders come to us. That's the first first thing that we benefit from. Speaking about the pandemic and and how this has affected. Now you said there's a 2x. There has been a 2x jump uh, on orders on the platform and so on. We have seen the corner stores actually become the lifeline for a lot of communities. for customers who used to buy you know once in a once in a couple of weeks once in a month say at a big bazaar have now switched back to what they used to do before going to the corner store you know keeping uh, accounts with them you know consuming products through um, those kirana shops do you see this sustaining even when life goes back to you know how it was maybe prior to the pandemic so no um, i think that uh, we should we should deeply understand uh, the psyche of customers who are going to the big bazaars uh, and the this thing right so if you actually look at it uh, in many when in the best cities their share is about 20% right 
best sales i'm talking about modern trade share 80% is still gt driven market so therefore at the at the best kirana demand can go up by another 25% okay so now what are we talking about a kirana store that is having a demand now his demand will go because the he is already serving a lion share of the market now somebody else is not coming to him let's say now let us look at the even even the best places like say bangalore we see people go for two reasons one is price advantage other one is um the selection itself is different a corner store today does not cross does not stock many skus that people uh, would otherwise want and you know the the whole thing is around top up uh, of you know quality uh, you know top up of you know highly available products and some skus like you will not have all variants of say colgate and you will have the top variants and whatever is selling so i think people looking for varieties will still go back but i feel that the the concept of uh the the shift of behavior of those people will move more towards online having able to discover that same variety the same variety so this is how i am seeing the variety equation will shift to online platforms and online platforms have now tasted how to run operations in a profitable manner because they are now selling at mrp their prices have now become equal so now all of us are going to be in that sustainable mode of business where consumers are expecting less discounts at least for the short term and variety ke liye we will go to online and you will find all those varieties and for convenience and you know really requiring items he will come back to the same old kiranos because that guy was anyway selling at mrp he continues to sell at mrp he doesn't have much space but when this kirana store now has also started realizing when they start transacting with platforms like jumbo tail that they could actually rotate their inventory faster they don't have to depend on their distributors that's an exchange that is happening so the distributors are coming once in 7 days he's stocking up once in 7 days so if you look at his 400 square feet shop 300 400 square feet shop he has 7 days of inventory of let's say you know uh, 700 skus to 1000 skus he could have 2000 skus and 3 days of inventory so now that that transition will happen because now consumers would come and ask and then the kirana store will naturally come to jumbo tail search for those products find those products and start keeping those products so i feel that 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 shift will happen that shift will happen those those these are this will in the short term be a higher number of uh, shift and then it will stabilize to some number but it will definitely be much more so the number of mom and pop kirana stores realizing value of platforms like jumbo tail is going to be exponentially higher because we impact 100% of them in the markets that we serve they see us only serving and they at least is a free kind of you know uh, marketing for us at this point in time because that we are the only people who are serving in many of the places right the second one is the consumer also so he also all the shops are closed and he will look at every online option available in front that online shift will happen so the what should be the strategy so i think the strategy is uh, i think Uh, what uh, geomart kind of uh, people are following this is omni channel which is the long term strategy for even offline stores so if you make your uh, brand omni channel ready and at least serve those consumers through say geomart or everything and then anyways they have consolidated a whole lot of uh, you know retail space under them i think so therefore i think that will that will happen uh, the they will be a part of the journey and the benefit will happen incredible um when you started out you said uh, you know these are the various services that uh, jumbo tail offers right which today jumbo tail is not just in the grocery business uh, i think you're doing you know uh, also with jumbo farms your brand also you are offering products uh, that you're sourcing for them 
that means you're not just being uh, a technology play and a, you know a way to also bring products uh, to them then uh, they having to go out but you're also creating brands uh, like the fmcg players you're also creating working credit uh, for them right working a uh, credit line uh, for working capital so these are all individual business in themselves right and and that's that's a lot to be doing um, how how do you see that playing out and and you know uh, because they i mean they are all they used to like you said you creating full stack obviously and by full stack you're going all the way down the value chain but this would also mean that these independently can be large companies and you know requires that kind of effort and time and uh, people uh, to solve it um, how are you going about solving for them uh, as as one entity it could be very challenging uh so actually we have uh, uh we are we are four in one so we have the marketplace uh, we have uh, uh, all the uh, brands and other things that we have jambotel wholesale mm-hmm. uh, the j24 itself is retail services business so uh, we have jambotel retail services all the entire branded and kirana stores or modern convenience stores this will be uh, omnichannel ready stores that will be in the offline world uh, and online ready and uh, 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 the fintech and then we have logistics so uh, logistics is also being built as an horizontal so uh, today uh, logistics is serving the capacity of uh, for demand generated in the marketplace but there are tens of brands that they say hey we don't want to generate demand from marketplace my salesman can go and take order but can you just stock our products and deliver to the store so then i will have a very thin layer of uh, uh, you know a sales people in my plat in in your plat in in the in a city with about 5 to 5 to 10 people i can bootstrap and i will take orders of all the people but delivery i will send it to one one consignment and then you take care of the delivery now this is a huge opportunity so you know and that is something that we we feel um, uh, is our horizontal itself a fintech business financial services business we have two layers of financial services one is to the uh, the kirana store owners and the sellers which are the participants in the marketplace second is in the kirana store the j24 store convenience store points right these consumers are coming now there are tens of uh, 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 you know opportunities in those transactions because we serve the transactions as well so we have something called jumbo pay and you know we are building our own stack of uh, you know payment solutions for consumers in these stores now so therefore all of these are you know big opportunities in itself you are right uh, but we feel that this synergy is is going to be our strength uh, it is not uncommon for companies uh, like for example if you look at all the successful e-commerce companies in india they have done that so for example flipkart uh, they have a um, logistics company they have a payment company phone pay uh, how many attempts they took to crack payments and finally they cracked it right uh, and then within flipkart also as horizontal so large business is very different you know their financial business is very different and their mobile business is very different so i think inherently if you use technology and if you put customer in the center all of this will just fall in place these don't appear to be separate even though from outside it looks like very large ecosystem uh, we also are able to offer better services because of the full stack nature so one aids the other and we are able to offer our customers better services because we understand each other rather than saying that you know i will do you do the transaction somebody will do uh, lending somebody else will do the tra- delivery it's all very disjoint service for the customer so it is our strength hard work we will have to put in 
phenomenal. Um, so what does the next few months look for you uh, and the team, Karthik? Rapid expansion. So we are right now uh, present across 10 cities. Uh, and, you know, not very long ago, we were present in three. Uh, and uh, in the last seven, the six, seven months, we opened up last uh, three, four months, five months, we opened up more cities. And uh, uh, we are present across all of North India now. Uh, and we are innovating uh, a different business model uh, for uh, reaching the tier three, tier four towns uh, on a very uh, lightweight method. So the key uh, message to brand is you get national reach. You get national reach, you participate with Jumbo Tail, you get tertiary data all the way to consumer data, all the way to reach in tier three, tier four towns and tier five towns. It's a one-stop shop. So if you want to launch anything, come to us. Uh, even for existing brands, uh, we are their friends and we help them, uh, especially during these pandemic times. We are, so we are very closely working with all of them to help their products reach the retailers. So uh, expansion and, and growth is the main theme. And investing in technologies under the, under the hood part is how do we grow our DNA is to be frugal, uh, not throw money at a problem uh, and invest in technology uh, to solve uh, these. We are rapidly hiring, hiring many, many, uh, at many levels uh, to help us uh, you know, reach the ambitions that we have. So uh, in the next one year, Jumbo Tail will be a very established national player. What kind of folks are you hiring for? Uh, we are looking for uh, across uh, uh, product, technology, design, decision science, um, and then uh, category managers, finance managers. Uh, we're looking for uh, marketing teams. So we don't have a marketing team at all. We are to bootstrap a marketing team now. Um, uh, we are looking for uh, you know very strong uh, supply chain planners and designers, and then um, operations and, and business leaders across all geographies. Um, uh, city managers and uh, you know state managers and state heads and market heads so a number of exciting positions are open That's and even for our credit and payments team fintech team we are innovating financial products uh, for our customers all the time so we look forward uh, to many talent yeah, incredible and there seems to be a lot of open doors if somebody wanted to reach out to you what's the best way to do it to me personally uh, you know people can reach out karthik at jambotail.com I'm sure uh, packing in enough people for the long haul uh, just to get you guys uh, to, to the next level, to 100x from here. Yeah, yeah. 100x is a st- journey of 1x, 1x like that. <laughs> and then suddenly maybe some 20x, 30x, and then again 1x, 2x. So the, the, the growth is going to be like that. And then there will be some fall here and there. So it's not like, you know, from outside world, the graph looks, uh, you know, very rosy. But if you just double click on the graph, it will have its own ups and downs. And we are all ready for it. We have seen it all. We are very battle hardened. We have fought competition and won. Uh, we are we are we are fighting. Uh, you know, COVID and you know, God is great. We are we are surviving, and uh, I think uh, you know we are we are having the energy and the fuel to go the distance. Spoken spoken like a true soldier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our our common friend uh, uh, Samir, uh, who is also uh, your first investor, I believe. In- of Texas. First, and uh, he's invested in every round. Uh, yeah. So, so I was chatting with Samir the other day, and, and he said, uh, you know, if you have Arthik on the on the program, you should ask him uh, what his learnings were from the field that he's applying to business. So, I, I had to ask you this question. 
so one uh, i think the mission orientedness is the biggest one that i will say that i have seen uh, right from uh, my nda days academy days uh, when you start a journey when you start climbing a mountain you don't necessarily see the top especially when you start the climb you're at the bottom but you have to keep the faith and and you know have a higher purpose uh, and you will be able to you know get there uh, that perseverance is very very important uh second one i, I think military has uh, taught is you know how do you motivate people uh how do you you know hire a, uh, hire good people how do you transform in especially in military we don't get opportunity to hire people we are just given the people to fight now they are our team members and we have to accomplish our goals with whatever resources that we have whether it is we can't ask for it and many times we are in far ahead in inside the jungles or the mountains and we have to live off the land so doing more with less and and not complaining and uh, and still not giving up on the mission not blaming anybody else you know if the mission is successful uh, the team did it if the mission is not successful then the leader takes the blame and that is it and that's that's the spirit and let's keep keep uh, motivating people it's a people game i i i can tell you that uh, it's it's not about money it's not technology it's not infrastructure it is the people and i have realized this all the time so if you if you hire uh, and build character within the within the team sooner than later uh, you know uh, we will achieve our goals well looking forward to seeing a lot more j24 stores uh, around where i live uh, thanks thanks to tatik for coming on the show thank you very much varun thanks for the opportunity